Chapter 1 The band started back up tentatively, but the revelers' attention was firmly fixed on the dozen serious men in the driveway surrounding the host. Carmichael's eyes searched from left to right, locking on human forms, because everyone at the party was a threat now. A congressman from Nevada, a prosecutor from Virginia, a horsebreeder from Kentucky, the co-owner of a fashion magazine on Fifth Avenue, caterers, musicians, and an event organizer standing by the pool with his hands on his hips, gaping at the arm Neanderthals destroying the mood of this glorious spring garden social. Carmichael double-checked everyone's faces as he neared the back door, and the men and women he did not recognize, there were just a few, he triple-checked. He knew Gentry's appearance, he'd been thinking about it for years, but he also knew the man could disguise himself better than anyone he'd ever known. When he was inside and completely surrounded by his detail, he stood there a moment, breathing heavily. He remembered he was still holding the phone to his ear. He said, We're sure? Mays replied in a clipped, efficient tone. Israelis tracked him to a freighter that embarked from Lisbon eight days ago. It's now anchored in the Chesapeake Bay, just west of Easton. He might be heading west into D.C., but if he goes east, that's less than fifteen minutes from you by car. We've sent a marine fast team to hit the boat, but Gentry won't be on it. Not a chance. He would have slipped off the second he got near the shore. Have to clear it anyway. Might find some clues on board as to what his play is here in the States. Where did the Israelis come across this intel? Unknown. I have a conference call set up with Menachem Auerbach at Mossad. We'll initiate it as soon as you get to Langley. Just then, Carmichael saw heads turn to the south. Seconds later, he heard the thumping. He knew the sound. It was one of the agency's sleek new Eurocopters. Jordan Mays added, Denny, sorry about the party. I know it was important to Eleanor. Fuck this party. I want the Violator working group assembled in sixty mics, everyone. Roger that. The landing of the Hilo and the exfiltration of the host of the garden party went down in a fashion just as obnoxious as Carmichael feared it might. He'd spend the rest of his life explaining this moment away to his wife's friends, but the fallout wasn't even on his radar now. As he boarded the aircraft, along with Dorenzi and three other bodyguards, his mind reverted into combat mode. Carmichael had fought as a lieutenant in Vietnam, as a lieutenant colonel in Lebanon and Grenada, and as a CIA officer against the Russians in Afghanistan. He'd halo-jumped into Panama, jetted into the Balkans, dune-buggied into Iraq, and helicoptered back into Afghanistan twenty years after his first visit. Denny knew combat, and he knew how to push everything extraneous out of his mind, leaving it solely committed to the utter simplicity of kill or be killed. This was his mindset now. The Hilo took off towards the south, leaving the party behind as it rose over misty, rolling farmland. The pilot pushed the cyclic forward and then twisted the throttle to pick up speed in the cold air. Carmichael ordered Mays to hold the line. Then he moved to a seat just behind the flight crew and put on a set of headphones. Pulling the microphone down over his lips, he tapped the pilot on his shoulder. The man turned back to him. Yes, sir? You have countermeasures on board? The pilot seemed surprised by the question. He glanced to his co-pilot, then back to the windscreen in front of him. Yes, sir. Chaff and flares. Denny said, Be prepared to employ them. I want your head on a swivel. The co-pilot spoke up, unsure. 
We were rushed into this, uh, anything you can tell us about what we're up against would be helpful. Denny shrugged, he said. The threat is an ex-asset, codename Violator, a former agency paramilitary officer with one hell of a grudge. The pilot spun his head back around sixty degrees and stared through his visor at the much older man. One guy? All this is about one guy? Denny's leathery face turned even harder as he looked back into the pilot's visor. Son, do I look like I scare easily? Not at all. Well, this son of a bitch scares me to death. Turn around and fly this thing to Langley and be ready for inbound missiles. Sir, he said with a slight nod, and then he focused fully on the flight. Twenty seconds later, Carmichael was back on the phone with his number two. Get my family out of town. Have them taken to the ranch in Provo. If violated.